0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: My single "Never Enough" off of my debut album "Leave It All Behind," which you can find on iTunes by searching Carrie Edelman. I want to thank everyone for joining us tonight,
0: <clears throat>
1: and we have an amazing guest that we're going to be. Sorry, my voice is gone. I don't know what's going on. Hold on. <clears throat> we have an amazing guest we're going to be bringing on the show in a minute. uh The amazingly talented comedian Mike Buchetti. And before I bring him on, I just wanted to do a couple of announcements. First, I just want to thank everyone for all of their support. The show has been going so well, and we've had so many amazingly talented guests on this show in the past, I guess, 8 to 10 weeks that I've now been doing it. So thank you for your support. We're hopefully going to hit tonight over 1,300 listeners, and again, it's only been a a brief time since I launched this thing. So everyone, you've made this show what it is, and I really appreciate it. Um, I also want to let everyone know a little bit about the content of my show and the concept. And as a clinical psychologist as well as a singer-songwriter who is also involved in the entertainment industry, I personally know how difficult it is for people to get their names out there. And my show was really meant, I really brought this show about to give people an opportunity to come on the air, let the world know who they are, and promote what they're doing. And I know I do have a lot of established people that have been on the show. Mike Bocchetti is one of them, um, as well as numerous other people. But I have, you know, a variety of people that come on the show that are in all different levels, you know, of their status and their um, progress in the entertainment industry. The other concept of the show, too, is that um, people are really going to get a good taste of what these people's lives are like, the experiences they've encountered, and especially what it's like to be in their profession. And a few quick concepts to keep in mind is that although I'm a clinical psychologist, the show is not meant by any means to be providing any type of formal treatment or therapy. Um, At times, we will probably throw around some psychological words or terms, but again, we are going to keep these uh, discussed in a very broad and general um, framework. It's not going to be really applied to anyone in particular. And also, since we will be talking about exciting, intriguing, and at times, controversial stories, I do respectfully request that people keep any um, identifying names of the persons they're talking about or organizations um, anonymous, because the show is not meant to embarrass or humiliate people. But again, we do want to keep the show real, and we want people to feel free and open to talk about whatever they'd like. So what I'm going to do now is I'm going to give everyone a little bit of information about who Mike Bocchetti is. If you are tuning into the show, please create a Blog Talk Radio account by going to blogtalkradio.com. And feel free to join us in the chat room. And I'll do my best to respond in the chat room, but I'm going to be really focused on the interview. So if people have questions, you can post them in the chat room. And you can also call in during the show to ask my questions by dialing 805 243 1320. And I'll give that number again uh, more times throughout the show. So, I'm sure everyone is really intrigued to get to the interview and hear from Mike Pachetti this evening, and a little bit of background, um, I had the honor of meeting Mike, I guess it's been about a year and a half now, and we had uh, we had met on Facebook and spoke, you know, spoke several times through email and stuff, and it wasn't until actually a few weeks ago that I had the pleasure of actually meeting him in person as well as seeing him perform at La Bella's in New York City, where he performed with the Miserable Men and several other comedians. And let me think off the top of my head. I want to give everyone a plug. Uh, Mike Bocchetti had performed that night with Shulie um, Agar from Howard Stern Show, John Toll, Mad Dog Mattern, Little Mikey was there performing his song parodies, uh, Mark Burns was there. Oh, gosh, I hope I'm not forgetting anyone. I know that Mike Moores was not there that night, but I've seen Mike perform, and Mike Moores is amazing, and he's going to be coming on the show actually in a few weeks. Um and if I did forget anyone, please post it in the chat room so I can, uh, you know. I don't know. <laughs> uh, also, we're going to plug Joseph Muski. We're going to give some information later about his websites that he has for Howard Stern fans, and Joseph Muski had actually put together the show at La Bella, so it was uh, it was awesome. It was a really cool thing for the fans to get out there. And welcome, Mark Spriggan is in the chat room now, and we will plug him later on, too. Mark uh, has a website called marksfriggan.com, where he um, basically blogs all day long about the Howard Show, so if you miss anything, definitely go to MarksRiggin.com, um, and people are saying, boo, Mike Moores wasn't there. I know, we, we missed Mike that night. Um, so, okay, so let's talk a little bit about Mike, because I'm rambling a little bit. So, who is Mike Pachetti? Well, Mike Pachetti is a well-known comedian from New York City. He's been involved in comedy for over 20 years and has performed at comedy clubs and venues all over the country. Mike has made numerous appearances on The Howard Stern Show and The Jim Brewer Show on Sirius XM Satellite Radio, as well as The Miserable Men Show, and appeared on two seasons of NBC's Last Comic Standing. And we're going to play a comedy bit tonight that I downloaded from uh, one of his uh, performances, which is really cool. Um, And comedy is not Mike's only talent, as he's also an accomplished actor who has performed and appeared in numerous films and television shows, Additionally, Mike uh, has his own radio talk show where he is the host of a radio show and webcast titled Testosterone Radio, which airs on syndicateradio.tv every Tuesday evening from 7 o'clock p.m. to 9 o'clock p.m. And for more information on Mike Pachetti, you can visit him at rooftopcomedy.com slash, uh, forward slash Mike Pacchetti. So let's bring our guest on the air for this evening. And let me get to the switchboard. And Mike, you are now on the Carrie Edelman show.
2: Hey, Carrie, I was just listening to the show. How are you?
1: Good. How are you doing?
2: Good. Good. I love your music. It's the first time I heard a lot. I it. love it. was great.
1: Oh, thank you. Oh, I wish I had I had some albums that night when I saw you. If you you know what, send me your address and I'll I'll send one out to you. I appreciate that. Thank uh, you so much. This,
2: no, no, it was really cool, I'm like You, I never heard your work before, and I really enjoy it. I'm, I'm a big fan of music as well.
1: Okay, okay. Well, definitely send me your address in a private email, and I'll, I'll send you a copy okay. of the album. All right? But, uh, so how are you? D- absolutely. <laughs> good. I'm, I'm so doing how are you good. doing, doing these kill- things. With it-
2: that? I'm doing okay. This heat is killing me. What's
1: killing you? The heat. Oh, the heat, I know. Right it. it is really, you're right. It's. What's it like in New York? It was at least almost 100 in New Jersey. Oh,
2: same thing. It was like 97, 98.
1: Oh, do you have air conditioning? I hope.
2: Yeah, I'm just. I've been drinking like this, uh tons of water for sure.
1: Okay. Well, that's a good thing. Definitely stay hydrated, I sw- right?
2: I swore off soda. S- soda will kill you on, how- on days
1: like this. Right. Right. That's that's true. That's a very good point that you're throwing out there. So, um, so I did a a nice introduction on you, and there's so many things exactly. that I I to wanna- to get to tonight to go over who you are and all the things that you've accomplished, which you're, you know, you're an amazing person. And you're just from just personally, my experience is just communicating online with you and in person. You're very genuine and just down to earth and authentic. And that really comes across um, who you are as a person. So I just wanted to throw that out there and start out. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Because that's
2: the key to comedy in life. You've
1: got to be yourself. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, why don't we talk a little bit about uh, your your history and and when did you initially get involved in comedy? I know you've been involved in it for 20 years now. Tell us a little bit about your background and and how comedy You're was on. something you became interested in doing.
2: Well, um, Carrie, okay, I I wanted to be an actor since I'm like seven years old originally. I used to put okay. on plays with my co- cousins in my you know my grandparents' house, but my dad you know was, would kind of squash me. He was like, "What are you doing? Come in and watch the match you know Aww. what I mean? He didn't get it. Right. Um Then I uh, took some acting classes in high school. Which was fun. I got hooked. Then and then I basically, when I went to work after high school and started working, and then when I was in my late twenties back in uh, 1989. I tried to say hello to him. I don't care. You know. Anyway, okay. uh, back in 1989, uh, somebody dared me to do comedy, and I went to a local like talent show on Staten Island. And I was locked in. Of course, you know, uh, I looked like I had my hair pushed back like Andrew Bunch Clay, I was as dirty as him, and right, right. all an the crowd, an all crowd. Okay. And the only people who laughed were my friends. The other people are like in shock. The older people. And uh, then I dabbled with it, but then I came back to comedy in January of 1992, and I've been doing it ever since.
1: Wow. So you had how many years break between when you had your first kind of stint and then I guess you said it didn't go as well as you wanted it to go?
2: I thought that, you know, I mean, you've, you've been a musician. You know the biz, you know how it is in this yeah. business, how, what, a, uh-huh. what a struggle yeah. it could be. And a I lot know. of people in the beginning, you know, I thought within a year or two I'd be at mortgage. I had no idea. You know, some people, when they start out, don't realize how hard it is and how long it takes. Right. right. And, you know, so I got a little disgusted, and I stopped, and then I just, you know, New Year's Resolution, go back to comedy, because I wanted to do comedy since I was a little kid. I mean, I used to love Red Skeleton on TV, and, and uh okay. Prinze and people like that inspired me, and Red Fox as well.
1: Nice. So I think you bring up a really interesting point. I mean, I, I agree. It's, it's, you know, any form of entertainment, whether you're an actor, a musician, a comedian, I mean, it is... It's very challenging, it can be very discouraging at times. So when you when you had that first discouraging moment, what eventually kind of you know, was there a light that went on in your head or was there someone in your life that said to you, you know what, you, you can't give up doing this. You're really good at doing this. What kinda of gave you that spark to, you know, start up again? I was I'm very a
2: lot of people, you know, comedians will say, I oh, they was funny from the start and it was far from what I I mean, probably at least a year or two in the beginning. Okay. Night after night of dying up there and eating it and like, but the thing is, I mean, I don't mean this is an thing or anything, but I, even when I was dying up there, I had a great time and I knew that it it's funny. Okay. Okay. I never, I... never blame the crowd because you know, it, you know, it's like any kind of thing. Some people like certain music, some people don't like this, some people don't like right. that. It's very subjective. But I like I said, even when I a long time I didn't care because I, I loved what I
1: was doing. And I think that's the that's the important thing is that you have to be passionate and love what you're doing and if you're going in and I mean many people have said this to me and I've learned from my own experiences, if you're going in this to, you know, become a millionaire and try to go on tour tomorrow and think overnight you're gonna become this huge success, you're gonna be I think you'd Agree with me hopefully that you're going to be Disappointed very quickly And I think you oh, have no. that passion and Right, you have that passion and drive Where that was great, you were up there You were enjoying yourself, you're having a good time And you can realize that the audience Some are going to like it and some might not But that doesn't mean it's not good if they don't like it It just might not be their you know sense of humor Or whatever <laughs> Absolutely
2: you Immediately sometimes I'm terrible
1: It's, it's going to be rough Right, right, absolutely. And what, what would you say keeps you going, though? Um, is it just the passion and the and the drive to want to do it, or are there people who encourage you in your life? Um, You know what? I'm very
2: driven. I just love what I do, and it's like, I mean, I, you know, I came in this, you know, like every other comic. A lot of comedians want to be rock stars, you know what I mean? Right. It's a lot different than yep. this, and they want to, you know, a pop woman, you know what I mean? That's one of the reasons why I'm still doing this, too, you know?
1: Right, right.
2: To, uh, you know, have you know a lot of guys can go, you know. I just enjoy it, though, Harry, because it's just to bring people some joy and laughter. It's such a great thing. Yeah,
1: and I agree. I think that's, that's the whole crux of the whole thing is that you're enjoying bringing laughter to people. And believe me. I, I think you know my history. I, you know a psychologist. I work in prison, and one of the reasons I just go out to the show is wow. because I just enjoy and kind of getting away from my regular life and the you know what I mean, the challenges that are there, and you know just having a good laugh. And I definitely enjoyed your show. When I saw you in La Bella, I was really very impressed, and I was so happy I had the chance to you know meet you in person and see you perform, and it was it was great. You gotta come to New Jersey, Mike. When are you coming to New Jersey? Oh, I definitely <laughs> I definitely will, Carrie. It's of something because. I'm a very silly person'm sorry what was
2: when my, I come, i'm
1: not I'm not sure if your phone connection it sounds like it's a little rough at times, but um it might just be okay, i'm sorry. I don't know like, that's okay oh that's
2: okay you know what what I love about comedy is I'm very shy, you know normally, and comedy okay. makes me, and acting makes me outgoing. right people. I mean it it really takes me out of my shell up there and I love that because you know it makes me you know it makes me be a different person a better person, you know, more positive and also, you know, would help help me a lot. I I've uh, had major O C D for a long time.
1: Oh, okay.
2: And okay. that's a good part like and that helps me tremendously, get me out of make.
1: Okay, OCD. If you don't mind, maybe just giving the audience a little information. Sure. What I'm type sorry. of symptoms? What types of symptoms do you experience?
2: Uh, oh, um, like uh, very restlessness, anxiety. Okay. Uh, what else? Um, repetitive, nonstop thoughts. It's, it's pretty brutal. Mhm. Mm-hmm. but uh,
1: So the types, the types of thoughts where you just kind of have like a record playing over and over and again in your head, and you just you can't get off of a certain topic.
2: Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: But see, when that, I when that, I am sick. It's it's brutal when I'm really sick, but the good thing is that I'm you know, doing great like I am now. I'm a different person and it, it's it's amazing with comedy and I, it it keeps me focused and I you know, one day I wanna, you know, do some stuff with people with so OCD for sure.
1: Okay, okay. And let me know because you know I have a background in psychology and I'm always interested in doing any types of, you know, charity events or anything where you can go out and support things. I'm very into that type of stuff. So if you get involved with in something and you need some assistance, let me know. No, no, I will. I love it because you no know, it's
2: diagnosed with it back in the late eighties. And, and at that time we we're still in the dark age where people people like, right. oh my God, he has but now it's kind of hip habit. <laughs> you know, it's, like now he has O C D. You know, it's like, it's they even had a TV show about it. Tony Shrub on the TV show Monk had OCD, the
1: character. I never, I, I know what you're talking about. I never actually had a chance to watch that, but I've heard about that show. And, yeah, I think, you know, I think today, I think, like you said, I think people are recognizing things more. And, you know, everyone, I think, has varying degrees of disorders and symptoms. Some might have mild symptoms of something. Someone might have more serious. So, and I can oh, yeah. appreciate your... Your repetitive thinking, because uh, I have my own issues with that, and I I ruminate, and I know how torturous that can be sometimes. And yeah, and I think for me too, music kind of is something like you're saying, like with the comedy and acting being an outlet and a way for you to move away from that stuff. That's great that you have that outlet to do that. Um, so wow, wow, thank you for sharing that with us. No, no, I'm um, not afraid of it because you know what, uh, it, it's not good to hold stuff in,
2: and I hope, hope I'm helping people who listen to now because. You never know what people could have, you know what I mean? And it's, it's you know, years ago, people would hide, you know, had to hide this kind of stuff. And now you, yeah.
1: Right. right, right. What other ways, just so the audience could, if anyone is listening in that does experience similar symptoms, what other ways do you cope with it besides um, the comedy and the acting? Are there other things that you do?
2: I try to, um, I actually walk a lot. I take walks okay. out of my brain. And I like mm-hmm. to like I like to go out and walk and take pictures actually sometimes with my camera or my cell phone.
1: Nice. Nice. i
2: the be, be outdoors. I love the outdoors.
1: That's great. That's great that you have many ways to you know, to cope with it and manage it. That's that's really good. That's really good. Plus I
2: like watching I like to watch a lot of movies and T V. Okay. As well sometimes. I mean, but the best thing to do is is not, you know, just to you know don't even think about it and just keep going to focus and, and that's it
1: right right and that's and that's what you need to do cuz you'll get yourself really caught up if you kind of just sit there and constantly ruminate and you know what i mean yeah um so let's talk a little bit about uh, your your comedy career and and who are some of the comedians who've influenced you and that you've looked up to
2: Oh cool i I've, I've got a variety of people actually because Okay No, I was very, very lucky. Like, my parents and grandparents came from the time, like, so I got exposed to people that, you know, were generations older than me. Well, you know, decades at least. Like Abbott and Costello, the Marx Brothers, uh, Oral and Hardy, you know, when I was a kid. Okay. Then Red Skelton, I loved on TV growing up. Then I really adore Red Fox. I loved him. Okay. And I had one of his comedy albums. Then uh, my my taste, I I like Sam Tennyson a lot I'm I, I was yeah. I'm a huge fan of Andrew Clay. I met him actually a few times and uh he was very nice to me. And uh, then comic acting wise, I'm I'm a huge fan of Adam Sandler. He's he's like the ultimate
0: yeah.
2: man-child. I love him. Him and Jack Black. Yeah, uh Bill some of my favorites and uh I just like like to watch funny stuff because I know there's a way that I know someone's funny because if they can make if they can if I'm hanging out with them and they make me start saying something funny. funny, they I know they're funny.
1: Okay. Okay. that's a, Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point.
2: You know, and I like to take oh. people in a lot. That's
1: why I'm quiet. You like to, what was that you said?
2: I like to, sometimes, you know, when I meet people, I'm kind of quiet. That's because mm-hmm. I, I like to take people in and see what they're about before I say anything.
1: Oh, interesting. So you're kind of doing your own kind of like a psycho... Not, I don't want to say psychoanalysis, but you're really just trying to look at kind of behavioral observations and use like that to pick up on who the person is?
2: Absolutely, because I'll just take them in and not say anything and just study them and, you know, pay attention to them and see how they are. And I always think people who benefit of the doubt because, you know, you can meet somebody fam- it's not even famous, they could be, you know, have, you know, uh, be obnoxious that day, but you know what, you don't know what went on in that
1: person's life that day. Very, Mike, that's that's an awesome point that you said that and I hope people are listening in because even when I do therapy with people and people are like, well, this person doesn't like me or this, you know, or a friend saying, you know, so-and-so is being mean to me. I'm like, you know what, why don't you take a step back maybe and look at things from different angles. And I think that is the key to, right, being able to understand people and relate to people. Then maybe they had a bad day, maybe someone, you know, but that's, that's an awesome point. That's a really good point. And that's kind of how I approach things too is, you know, I'll give people the benefit of the doubt. I don't know if you're like this, but you know, if someone kind of screws me over more than two or three times, then I'm like, okay, this is probably who this person is, and things are not going to get better. <laughs> so oh yeah, you have yeah, to yeah, move because on. You know, Somebody
2: could be an idiot once, maybe once or right. twice, and then after that, they're they're an idiot then.
1: Right, exactly, exactly, and that's one of the things I think. You know. You, you learn over time that personality is, is kind of a fact, and I don't want to make this like a psychology show, but, you know, people's personalities are pretty ingrained. That's something you develop very early on. So those character t- characteristics are less subject to change. So if you're seeing these chronic patterns over and over again, unfortunately, they're most likely going <laughs> to stay. Absolutely, it, because, like, I've
2: seen some older people, and I'm like, wow, they're obnoxious. I said to my mom would day, she goes, Well,
1: they probably like that their whole life, and you shouldn't get like that, you know? Absolutely, absolutely. Um, So while we're talking a little bit about your comedy, and I definitely want to play a sound clip in a minute. um, Oh, thank you. You're doing so well in your career. How would you describe your comedy to someone who hasn't seen you? I know you you got a very unique stage presence. I mean, I loved it. I thought it was really unique and different. So how would you describe it to someone?
2: Um, I'm I'm very... uh, I would say I'm very self-deprecating. I could be uh, super vulnerable up there. Okay. uh, I'm very (laughs) shy sometimes up there. And the audience feeds into that. And when I used to go up there years ago, you know, I wouldn't even say a word and people would be laughing. It used to annoy me. And I'd be like... And then another comment told me a long time ago, he goes, that's definitely a blessing. I said, what are you talking about? He goes, look... He goes, you can get them to laugh. Maybe you get up there, when I'll say anything, it's a gift. Take it and use it. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. He said he said, he said, he said, you know, look at John Belushi he goes. He raised an eyebrow, when people laugh. He didn't say anything, they laugh.
1: And you know what? You're you're absolutely right. Because when I saw you perform the first time, yeah, I I got that vibe from you, and I was able to laugh when you weren't even saying anything. Thank you. <laughs> I, I love because it. Now. I that I
2: used to resent it. I'm
1: I like, was like, what the heck
2: is this? Yeah, but now What's it's that? great gift. I love it, Terry.
1: Now it's a great gift to have. That's awesome. That's awesome. So, actually, real quick question, or, okay, they don't want me to say that. Um, they want <laughs> people in the chat room, okay? We have uh, we have little Mikey in there right now. We oh, have uh, Mark like... yep. Mark. Uh, love, I love Mark. I, I know him for a long time. Yeah. And uh, and Joseph Muski. those are the three right now we have in the chat room. They want to ask you, what do you think about uh, your thought thaw- your thoughts on uh, that that uh, Democrat person Weiner, Anthony Weiner? <laughs> uh you know
2: what? You just I know what hate son I I really don't know much about him because when it comes to, I even said this on Howard. I'm I'm very bad at current advantage sometimes. I can't even I can't even name the last five vice presidents. Right,
1: right, but right. I can,
2: but, but, but I can tell you what happened in 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 seventeen twenty. You know what I mean? Uh wow. I've been okay. I've been hearing a lot of stuff. I'm really not that, I see people ragging on him on Facebook, but I'm not really sure what he's about.
1: Well, the whole concept is that allegedly he you know, he texted a picture of I guess he was in his underwear or something. And he oh, went oh, to God. send it to another woman, and by mistake, when he sent it, it didn't just go to one person. He, I guess, tweeted it out, so it went out to like everyone. And then he oh, was denying oh. that it was. Him. Oh yeah, he was. He was denying that it was him. He said, "I'm not really sure if that's me. I don't know." <laughs> so it's just this whole thing going on right now, and it's it's kind of silly. And yeah, so they they just wanted to know what your uh, your impression was I about it.
2: I think you should stay away from cameras and videotapes for a while. You know, like,
0: there you
1: go. You hear that, everyone? I think I think uh, I think Bocchetti has a, hit the nail on the head there. Just stay away from cameras and videotapes. <laughs> okay. For a while, don't even uh, give me a... Yeah, let's play a. I want to play a sound bit for everyone, and let me go okay, to the sound switchboard you. here. Let's see. Um, Let's play the sound bit from, I got this off of, I think it was off of YouTube, I got it, from Danny's Upstairs, okay. the comedy club you performed oh, at. Oh, yeah. All right? Abs- oh,
2: yeah, that was in New Jersey, absolutely.
1: Okay, so we're going to we're gonna listen to that, but before that, I'm going to put you on hold. I'm going to do a couple of plugs for um, okay. Mark Mercer and also for Joe Muskie's site, okay? So hold on, and then we okay, will be cool. right back, everyone. Okay, thank right you, Gary. This is so much fun. So thank back. you. Okay, hold on. All right, everyone, we're going to check out... Uh, sound bit from uh, Mike Bocchetti performing stand-up comedy at Danny's Upstairs in New Jersey. But before that, I want to give a couple of shout-outs here. Definitely want to give one to little Mikey right now who's in the chat room, and he's been releasing some really uh, cool new songs on Howard Stern, so definitely be checking Howard Stern's show, especially before they do the news. Also want to give a plug to uh, Joseph Moosky, and uh, as we know, Joseph Moosky started The Stern Superfans website, SternSuperfans.com, and everyone has to go to that website. He has had over 35,000 visitors. It's only been launched, um, it only launched a few weeks ago. So everyone check out his site. It's for all the fans, and there's great stuff going on there. And thanks again to Joseph for continually supporting the show and uh, plugging me on the website. And we also want to give a plug to Mark Mercer. I always, I put a little, uh, a little advertisement together for Mark. So, uh, are you a fan of the Howard Stern Show, but frequently have to miss some or most of the show as a result of where you work, having crazy children, uh, having <laughs> crazy, having children who are driving you crazy, or not being able to access Sirius XM for some other reason? Well, there's no need to fear. Mark's Friggin' is here. Mark's Friggin' is a website developed for all the Stern fans, which provides daily Howard Stern Show highlights, TV show schedules, and much more related to the show. For more details, visit marksfriggin.com. That's M-A-R-K-S-F-R-I-G-G-I-N.com. All right, and let's now listen to our guest tonight, Mike Bocchetti, performing at Danny's Upstairs. Uh, he's really
0: funny, guys. Please
2: we welcome Mike Bocchetti. Hi, guys. You look for Laura. Keep going for Danny's how are you guys doing? Good. 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 So, um, how many people think I look like Hank Hill? (laughs) I look like Hank and feel like Peter Griffin, actually. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) I've been on the internet a lot. I'm Susan Boyle. To the <laughs> Thank you guys,
0: alright. I love
2: you guys. First of all, guys, you've got the ladies with a beautiful, beautiful woman. I love you guys. I love the ladies who are next on this planet. I really do. In fact, one of my favorite actresses is Christina Ricci. How many people like her? Yeah. Yeah, I love her. She's adorable. She's cute. She plays all psycho chicks in movies. And the lovely of confessor is one day to do it. I'm a gentleman, though. I really am. I'm not sorry sure about it because I am because she was just looking for a pumpkin. When well, she fell in love with this Rapata guy. And I'm thinking, I'm in. I'm like, come on. He's banging her. He's banging her pretty good. I'm glad you bang that for a while.
0: Thanks. Did uh, I
2: realized I was watching a freaking movie. That's yeah. <laughs> thank you guys. This is fun, thank you. Uh, someone wanted to steal my identity. I said, good. I hope you have better luck with it than I did. <laughs> thank you. I love you guys so much. Because, no, no, I mean that sincerely, I'm very honest, I really am because I'm the only guy to go to the gym. Sweats the vending machine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's
2: true. Sure, it looked like I was coming here to kill Tony Soprano instead like, of moving I get that a lot, but uh, <laughs> wherever it is, it is. Thanks.
0: Yeah.
2: I just moved. Actually, my mom did. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. great. I love this. this. Basically, a lot of people have extra strength. Come on, how long it takes me to open a jar of pickles? <laughs> I wrote that recently. Thank you. Uh, thank you, guys. Where are Italians right now? I love you guys. You're my people. Where are you guys? Hey, <laughs> I love this because No, no, no. This, one thing about Italian people I hate is that uh kind of a hard kind time of letting it go with people with a small shit. Now it's like forgiveness is not enough to my tongue sometimes because but my dad, he's weird, he's like he'll put up a fly to like it, a of July weekend. And he won't be taking it down the Thanksgiving weekend. And all the flies are fucked up hanging there like this, like I'm like, Why do you there? he's like they're an example. of flies and fuck with us
1: Okay, everyone. And we are now back on the air with Mike McKeddy. We just checked out a sound clip of him performing at Danny's upstairs in New Jersey, and it was really, really funny stuff. Great job, Mike.
2: Thank you, Terry. That was a lot of fun. I love that room. It was so much fun to be there.
1: Yeah, that was great. I mean, you you just, I guess, what do, what do you think all the, the self deprecating stuff is about?
2: Um, it's just about. I like to make fun of myself because I was, you know, my whole life I've been like a heavy set guy, and you know, usually, okay, you know, before people you know thought of me, picked on me, I figured laughter was a great mechanism to have, and mm-hmm. they'd be laughing with you and not at you. Right, right. I mean, you know, because like, like I said earlier, when I watched Red Fox and listened to him on an album I bought, I was like intrigued because I was like, they're laughing at him, but it was in a good way. Right. You know, they weren't picking on him or being mean or obnoxious. They were laughing at him, but they they were laughing at him because they loved him. And I'm like, this is awesome. They're laughing at him because they loved him, not because they don't like him.
1: Right. No, that's 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 a good point.
2: And you know, if people laugh at you or love you, it's so much different. And it's great to be laughed
1: at and loved like that. Absolutely, absolutely. And I think you've definitely, I think you've definitely achieved that in your your life and your career because I can just see all the quote unquote love that, you know everyone gives to you whether it's on Facebook or when they see you out in person. Um, so that definitely comes across. Absolutely. Thank you. Um, and, and- I'm sorry, and you know, like I said,
2: it it definitely comes across in people's work. Even yourself, Mm -hmm. like you're a really nice person, you're great yourself, and it comes across in your music as well, because that's something you can't hide or fake. You know what I mean? Even on camera, you can't, you know, bring, that's why I love Sam, because I know Adam is a good guy, because he's a perfect man-child. You can see, you can't fake that.
1: You're right. You're right. That's true. I mean, that's true. People try to, you know, sometimes put on this facade and present themselves in a certain way, but ultimately, yeah, you you know, when you're out there in the public, it's very hard to kind of keep that up, and you can't think that for too long. So, yeah, another good point. Another good point. So let's talk a little bit about, uh, let me see, I have so much stuff written down here that I want to go over with you. Can you uh, talk about any controversial experience that you've experienced in your career? Just give us a an example of story that
2: uh, you made time? <laughs> let me see. You know, I'm, I'm I had so many wild gigs. I'm trying to think back. Uh um when I was on Last Comic Standard actually, um uh, the second okay. season. I mean the fourth season, I'm sorry. There's another comic I know for years What Jay London? I don't know if he, he was on Last Comic, the second season. He was great. Okay. And he's what and he has a lot of some stuff as well the second uh fourth of the last comic they kept uh, telling me don't say to ankle you're right because that's him and then they just gave me a hard time over it but you know that that's probably one of the only controversial things that happened. I kept my nose pretty clean for for years in this I don't really like doing, you know, confrontations or any kind of any kind of things with anybody. I mean in real life I
1: guess. Right. I right. An and I girl. think and I think you know what I think you're kind of one of the rare ones because <laughs> believe me, I've been at I've been at tons of uh, comedy shows and a couple where you know I was probably a little too much behind the scenes. And when I saw just kind of the drama and the gosh, the stuff that went on, I was just I was very shocked. And I guess on the one hand, like I was shocked, and maybe on the other hand, I wasn't. I think I walked away really being able to appreciate. You know, you think just, oh, the music industry is like that or, you know, certain industries are like that and others aren't. But, yeah, you, know, you could just see all the competition and the drama and the negativity. So I can, I can understand, similar to me, in the music industry, I try to stay out of all that stuff. I just want to be a good person. I want to be, you know, friendly with everyone. I'm not here to gossip and, you know, get involved in chaos because it's very easy for people to slip into that stuff. Are you there, Mike? Hello? And, oh, any? Okay, yeah, I'm sorry. sorry. Oh, are you there? Whoops. Did yeah, I'm sorry.
2: I, I, yeah, I cut out. <laughs> I called you back, but I I just like I know what you're saying because music, comedy, entertainment is entertainment. The thing is that like you know it it comes across in your work. And, You know why people worry about other people too much in this? You just gotta love what you do, and, and people will love if you if you know bring yourself to stuff. And, Everybody's like, "Oh God,
1: how come I'm not this, this, and that?" And it doesn't really right. matter
2: in
1: the long run, right? Right. I mean, it is, you know, it's a competitive industry, and I, I think again, if people go in with the wrong mindset or they go in with all these very grandiose expectations and you know oh, yeah. things that are just hard to. Accomplished without, unfortunately, knowing the right people, or you know, I mean, it's it's a lot about. I hate to say it. I don't know if you would, if you agree, but it is a lot about who you know and and kind of being in the right place at the right time. Um, I actually, I agree with uh, like
2: knowing the right people is awesome. It definitely helps. But sometimes, right. even if you know the right, right people, you know, I'll give you a good example. Like some you know, um, people who had some clout tried to help me know cops and agents that were gigantic, and they okay. would, they wouldn't listen to, and they wouldn't listen to them about me.
1: They wouldn't listen to yes. anything about you
2: yeah they the people they called, they said, you know uh, we know him, or they wouldn't even listen about uh, me at all from the person at yeah. and it it's just you know sometimes uh the whole thing too, two is like it definitely matters who your friends are, but the thing is too. You know, it, it's about getting the right project, it's about being, you know right. Connected. I mean, you know, right, for some reason. You know, it's just some things are out of all control in this.
1: Absolutely. And I think I think most things are. You know what I mean? It's unfortunate because you could be the most talented person in the world, but if you're not kind of in the right place and, and pushing yourself in the right direction, things can just kind of I don't know, oh, no, it, I know so many people like that. They just kind of sit around, and it's like they're waiting for something to fall out of the sky. I'm okay. That's
2: why I'm I'm I'm, gr- I'm very excited for you because this is a great thing you're doing. You got you getting yourself Thank out you. there, and people, and, and you what do I like? I like you a lot. You're great, and all these people do. That's the thing because you've always been very genuine and you're really nice. That, that's one of the Thank keys. You, that you still got, and you push. you got to grab this and push yourself. A lot of people, like you said. Just waiting around thinking I'm gonna get grabbed. So I'm gonna get grabbed, and not doing anything about it. To be
1: proactive. Right, right, absolutely. And I think a lot of people, and I think you come across like this, and myself too, is I like to meet people personally because I really enjoy developing new relationships and meeting people for the pure sake of just meeting new people and bringing good people into my life. Like, for me, that's what it's about. And if I can help you out in one, in some way or the other person can help me out, then, okay, that's great, too. But I think a lot of people might, you know, they, they go in with this attitude of, what can you do for me? And I tell people that is, like, rule 101, no. You don't do that because you're just going to destroy any potential relationships you could have or opportunities. And I've had a lot of people sometimes say to me, you know, oh, you know, ask so-and-so what they can do for you with the music. And I'm like, no, that's not how I, you know, that's not how I no, roll. That's not either. how I run my relationships.
2: Right. Me either, because I, I knew a girl who was friends with a super famous acting years
3: ago.
2: And okay. somebody said, well, why don't you call him and get help? You know what she said? He's my friend first and I'm not going to ruin our friendship. He'll help me Exactly.
1: He exactly. That's I agree. I am,
2: because... You know, just because your friends are some gigantic people doesn't mean you call, have caught lunch with them. That's why I have friends who they are because I don't I don't annoy people for stuff. I don't think it's a good thing.
1: Right, I agree too. I agree. I mean, you know, some I love to just collaborate with people at this point. That's what I love doing. Whether it's doing my radio show or even writing with someone. I mean, using my I can be funny too, Mike, with my psychology background. The stories I have from prison, you would not believe. Oh, uh, forget about it. I mean, you could write. So, you could probably write a television show. Well well that's what people say all the time. I mean I'm thinking of sitcom, like something funny. So hey, let me know if you know some people. I'd love to I just love collaborating and I enjoy working with a team of people. It's like, fun you know what
2: people. I
1: forgot to Nelson. I
2: forgot what was. you know what they said it was a key to success. They just like working with funny people. Focused. Oh. Right. Right. That's the Definitely. thing though, because you know, I mean but thank God for the net though. I, I started like I said a long time ago and when I started comedy it was it was a lot different. I was a lot closer to the you know, young people's age then. But the thing is that there was no internet, so there was no net, you know, audiences right. were different. They were they were younger, it was going on shows ran much later at night and you know, it was brutal. But then the net came along but the net is carried the net.
1: You don't know who's listening the watch at any given time. That's true. So talk a little bit more about that. I think that's really interesting. The way you're saying that, you know, not, I'm not saying back in the day in, in a bad way. I'm saying, but back in the day, like you said when you were starting out, it was very different. You didn't have all these social networking no, sites and media no, to I, get your I stuff mean, I out. Follow,
2: there. I had to follow headliners to headline headliners then to the big now. You right. know, and, and it was different. And but the great thing about the net is, you know, especially you know, at the right time, at the right place. Today, people are online all the time. Because you know what? It's much easier for them to put on their computer than to go to a club to see anybody. Mm-hmm. And these people work all week. What we mm-hmm. like anybody else does, they just want to chill. And they go online just to hang out themselves, to face whatever they're on. And, you know, it's much easier to be
1: found in the net than it is in any other way now. Right. And, and I, 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 agree too. I think... go ahead. You Keep going. Yeah,
3: yeah,
2: keep uh, going. And the thing is, you know, people are always saying that, uh, you know, t b c going to be demolished and that's going to run for its money. But, you know, that's not really true in a way because think about it like, you know, all the big television companies, the major studios all own stuff on the net. People think mm-hmm. you know it's going to go away. It's not going to go away because all the huge, you know, major networks have their own stuff on the net. They're never going to give themselves a competition to be wiped
1: out. They'll buy stuff right. on the net. They all they're all over the place now. Right, right. And um, I, I mean, I'll be, I'll be honest too. I mean, the the internet has been basically what I've used. You know, with my own psychology background and knowing how to navigate stuff and you know use marketing and advertising. I mean that. Has really been the key, and people laugh at me all the time. Oh, you need to play shows and you need to do band stuff. And to be honest with you, Mike, I've probably gotten more listeners to my music by having my radio show than I did playing out in front of you know 20 people at a club. You know what I mean? And I I'm, know. Not, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that to be self-deprecating, but it's the reality. No, no. And no, you know what I mean? No, you're absolutely
2: right. Because, like I said, you know, I, you know, you can reach, much, Kelly, like I said, 1,300 people. Yeah, right.
1: That, yeah,
2: that, that's third why yep. I, I, lo- I love stuff on the net because, you know what I mean, unless you're a gigantic star or somebody big, I'm not 1,300 people who are comedy clean, but I mean, it's a venue, it's it's great. Listen to how many people are reading. Out of those 1,300 people, how do you know someone's got a gigantic producer or director or, or someone, an actor, you know what I mean, who's who doing
1: right. what you're doing? It That's how it happens. Right, right. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So I want to definitely talk a little bit about, um, I want to take another quick break. I want to play, since we were talking about uh, Last Comic Standing, I downloaded a a bit from that. And then um, when we come back, yeah, yeah, we'll listen to that. And then when we come back, we'll talk about the Mike Pachetti show. I want to talk about testosterone radio, some of your acting. So we'll we'll tie all that stuff in too, okay? Okay, Gary, thank you. All right, so hold on one sec, and we're going to check out a comedy bit from Mike on Last Comic Standing.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, your next comment coming to the stage. Please give it up for Mr. Mike Buschetti. Hi, how are you guys doing? Good? Good? When I was in the fifth grade, I was the tallest kid in my class. That's because I was 27. I thought about going back to finish my education, but I hate finger painting. When I was a kid, I played hide and seek with my dad. He's been missing since 1970. <laughs> I wanted to go to Special Olympics. <laughs> Come, I seen some of the competition. <laughs> Most of the women I have sex with are all the same. They're plastic. You <laughs> so got Thank you so
1: much. Good Okay, everyone, and we are, that's great, Mike, I love that. That's that so was good. fun, Carrie, that was a
2: great night, I oh, had so much
1: fun Oh, my that <laughs> that's awesome. You got did you it ever, before, so real quick, did, did you ever perform at Uncle Vinny's Comedy Club in Point Pleasant? No, you know what, I've, I've never been there. I, I met, I met him actually,
2: on am serious, a couple of years ago. I don't know, I've never right. been there, really.
1: You should come down there, that would be a great place. I mean, I have tons of people around here I could bring out to the show and stuff. Yeah, I oh, go nice. there just cuz it's it's very close to where I live. Um so Florentine was this just there a couple weeks ago.
2: Oh, cool. I know Jim since the beginning of time. I love him. I know him since like '94. Yeah. One. Yeah,
1: he's great. <laughs> oh, yeah. But you yeah, you should look at Oh, yeah. that. Yes. I mean, it's a, it's a great club. It's a you know, it's a small intimate club, so it's nice. It's you know, you can really get personal with the with the people in the audience. So, Which you know, is it's fun. I, to love look their,
0: into. I love it. I love it.
1: cool. Their, um, so yeah, so let's talk about And I, I knew you had had The Mike Buschetti Show And I looked at it on YouTube And I wanted to know more about Tell us about the concept of the show And oh, where yeah. are you at with it right um, now Yeah uh,
2: Okay, I, uh, my friend Ken Burmaster, He's a comic, he's my co-host I met him about a couple of years ago We've been doing a show called The Mike Buschetti Show On Adam.com for a while And we started okay. it about a year ago And but the, uh uh, what do you call it? The gist of the show is about two guys on the net that are obnoxious. I think they're gigantic stars and they have like four listeners actually. <laughs>
3: and,
2: That's you great. know, it's just spoof on stuff. And we, we actually had over 100,000 hits on our first season on, on, on Adam. Wow. Which is a lot. And uh, we started doing good on there and then we, you know, we're just working on it. Uh, second season uh, two. Now we just shot some stuff recently. That's the whole thing about it. It Takes time to edit stuff, and you know my friend Kay right. works his butt off on editing it. And, and, you know that's the hardest part of this. Just like linking the music cuts, fun, right thing. You, you know you can make them, something great or not that good just by one one bad choice. Right, right. You know that's why you know, we we actually. I like I said, your music is awesome. I'm, I'm glad I got to listen to a show and I'm actually the worst singer and musician in the world. Well, I don't know about me. You know, I am because we did a rap parody of, uh, okay. Uh, on the net, but, uh, VM shit. And, uh, we taped in a, a musician studio and I had to do like 80 million takes. It was brutal. I was in the middle of the summer. I was sweating my butt off. and like, like, whoa! I had, I, I, I I give you guys tons. I love music so much. to are people singing it, because it's, it's such a great gift to have as well.
1: Right, right. But that's and great like said, that you, you even try you, it.
2: You are great though. Like I said, I love your music. It's
1: very captivating. You really are. Thank you. Thanks so much. Well, like I said, I'm gonna I'm gonna ship you out a CD. So as soon as you just send me the address, I'll get that out to you. Um right. So and, where could, what can we expect with uh, the Mike Bucciati show? Do you have a new episode coming out
2: soon. Or... Uh we just we just we got uh season two started soon and uh I don't wanna give it away now but it's gonna be fun. We did we worked with a great friend of mine. Uh, I worked with my friend Kenny who's been my co host, he's awesome, Ken I got to work with a director who I know for a long time. Uh he's really a good guy. His name is Huck Budto.
3: Okay.
1: And
2: I met him years ago. He actually uh, he is actually one of the co-writers and directors. He, uh, he, he directed and co-wrote uh, *The Last Exorcism* and oh, wow. uh, *The Virginity Hit*. And Huck is awesome. He's such a really—he's very nice, like you are and I am. Very super down to earth. And he—he nice. and he nice. directed us. He directed his episode for us. He's been really nice. That's the thing, you know. Like I said earlier, I just like beautiful people. I, if someone's super famous. And they're an idiot. I don't even want to know them.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Now, I agree. No,
2: because, like I said, all my friends are nice people like yourself. All good, I'm, I surround myself with really nice people and good and positive because it, it helps you keep going. And then you know what? You just want to work with your friends, and that's it. I don't I don't want to reach for anybody that's, that's you
1: know, not, you know, that's negative or angry or whatever. There's so many, so many, you know, bad things about it. Right. Right. I mean, there's just, there's only so much, you know, you only live once, and I'm learning with my life right now, too, that, yeah, I mean, there's been a lot of negative people and critical people in my life, and it's not that I necessarily cut them off, but I think, like you said, I learn how to, I, I use the term reframing a lot in psychology when you kind of look at a situation from a different perspective. So I just try to say, you know what, these people probably aren't happy with themselves, they're I'm the dog oh, they're yeah. kicking, you know what I mean? <laughs> so No, no, yeah, it's, it's true to say, uh, you know, it's not always us, right? Right. But it doesn't mean that it's appropriate or it's acceptable. But you know, you just kind of you, you reduce the contact with those type of people, and you know, you kind of, like you said, surround yourself by good, positive people. So, absolutely. So tell I don't us um, so tell- Go
2: ahead. If someone, if someone's famous. If they're an idiot, I don't even want to know them. Yeah, I know.
1: What's the uh, What's the point? Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. So tell us about, are you still doing the testosterone radio too? Do you do that on Tuesday still?
2: No. You know what? I had actually stopped doing that show almost a year ago. It was oh, okay. Like you said. And uh, I'm sorry to tell you soon. I'm like, oh, God. But you know what? I've had so much fun talking to you on this. I love radio. It's really fun. You know, I mean, it's, mm-hmm. it's not easy. What you're doing is one of the hardest things there is because, you know, Internet, uh, see, I don't care what kind of radio is carry. It's really difficult because you got to talk for an hour. you got to be on the money for an hour. And, like, right. You know, and it's like having an info class for an hour. There's no script to this. <laughs> right. That's and true. people will realize, and, like, you're doing an awesome job, like you said. I'm so happy to be on the show. Thank you. It, it's Thank fun. Thank you.
1: I'm, I, I'm happy to have you, and I'll definitely bring you back in the future. We're definitely going to bring you back on, too, in the future. Thank you.
2: I appreciate having being on here because like I said I'll definitely Facebook you with more stuff. I appreciate you having me on here. It was so much fun.
1: Cool, cool. I mean I have a few more minutes. I uh you know, I I, I spended okay. a little more time on the show so we can talk a little more. So oh, what just, uh, I appreciate. It. Oh yeah, yeah. I added some time on just in case. Um so what okay. happened with the testosterone radio? Tell us a little bit about the show and I guess and yeah, what talk- eventually happened with it.
2: I just had too many people on the on the show. We had a whole bunch of people and Okay you No, know, it's 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 hard, like you said, you know, sometimes it's only good to work with a few people. It's all about
0: right. uh,
2: you know, connecting and having the right thing and it's just it was fun but I just, you know, wasn't enjoying it sometimes and I, I like okay. you know, doing other stuff
1: and when you mean you know real quick Mike, when you mean you have too many people on the show, did you mean you had too many people on the air at once or like yeah, sometimes it was like
2: too many people on the air. You know, which, it was like hard because, but I loved that everybody who was with us. They were cool, but it was like, right. and, and you know, I wanted to try other stuff too. It's like, and uh, you know, I'm really like I said, I wanted to do more stuff in television, film, and I like being on camera more than I do sometimes on
1: the air. But right. it, it's good to do everything. Right. Well, again, you took a shot at it. I'm sure if you wanted to go back to it, you could do it. But, but I think that's a good, you know, I think you're. I think that was good that you were able to kind of recognize that it just wasn't, if something's not fun anymore, and I'm I'm realizing that with the variety of things that I do in my life, then, you know, what's the point in the way? Not, because you don't want to just put your energy into something if you're not enjoying it. No. I mean,
2: I like the people you know? I work with, but it was just hard. It's like, you know, it's hard to be on there for two hours. I mean, you know. I got right. like I said anybody on radio that's on there for hours. God bless them. It's like it's like having an improv class <laughs> every day. Right,
1: right. And you're a big fan of Howard Stern, right?
2: Oh, I love Howard since since the
1: late '80s. Absolutely. Wow. Wow. So uh, I mean, and so you I'm, can see. I mean, he he sits on there for whatever you know, four hours and unbelievable, oh, yeah. just just unbelievable talent. Um, he's yeah, really he's, impressive. He's awesome. And he's
2: really, yeah. really, really good guy. Great guy to meet because. He's fun, and he's really like, you know, I was nerve-wracked and knew him the first few times. I met him, and it was like, he's just really a great guy.
1: People love him. Wow, he, I know. You know.
2: That's the thing about him, Carrie. People think, you know, everybody loves him. From blue-collar people and white-collar people and back. He has fans, all, Absolutely. all kinds of people. You know?
1: Yeah, I agree. I, I always say, I always joked around. I think I did this with Joseph Muskie when he was on, when I interviewed him. I said, you know, if I could do, you know, and this is inappropriate, I can't do this, but I would love to give like a psychology personality test to, you know, let's say 1,000 people that are huge Howard Stern fans because I'm so curious to see what dynamics would come up because, like you're saying, these you people from so many walks of life. I mean, you could have doctors to a blue-collar worker to, you know, a person who works is selling cars. I mean, and I'm just so curious to see what is the commonality that we all share. I just think it's very interesting I mean of course, it's a good sense of humor, but I'm just curious to see if anything else would pop up.
2: <laughs> I think that he's like a hero to people because like you know i mean he he you know is a major major risk taker for sure absolutely now, and and it's like he was he was wasn't afraid of anything, and people love that because you know he's like the American dream come true people love that because. You know, if he didn't have guts and listen to himself, he'd still be he'd still be where he was in the beginning. You know, and, now, and but now he's like unbelievable, and, and he, people, and he just loves what he does. That's all. Thanks.
1: I know, I know, and you know, it's it's so interesting that you say that, Mike, because I didn't. I mean, I didn't start listening to Howard probably until the late '90s, early 2000s, and it wasn't that I didn't like him. I just never really knew much about who he was. And I'll just just for a brief story, because I loved hearing your story about how you got into him, you know, my boyfriend had taken me to see his movie when it came out in whatever that was, 97, 96. And I was like, oh, all right, whatever, you know, I'm, I'm flexible, I'm open-minded, sure, I'll go see it. And when I walked out of that theater, I was like, you know what, I didn't even really know who he was as a comedian per se or a radio talk show host, but I could appreciate the, the hard work and the effort and the crap that he got from everyone who told him, oh, his yeah. life, you know, you're never going to make it. And you know what? I said, I have so much respect and appreciation for him. And from that day, I started listening to him and I, I've been a fan ever since. And, and that's
2: hoping whole You
1: Right. And I think a lot of ourselves who probably listen to him maybe see our own personal experiences. I mean, I remember, I you know, I, I sucked at taking the SATs, the GREs. I was awful at those tests. I could get straight A's in school, but terrible. And I'd people say, you know, you're never going to get your master's degree. You're never going to get your doctor's degree. And I was like, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I'm going to show you. And, you know, I got my doctorate. I became a licensed psychologist. And I feel just a lot of, I don't know, I can really empathize with Howard a lot. And which you great
2: know, do I mean, to have a master's degree, like one in a million have a master's.
1: Yeah, and, and doctorate too. I finished my doctorate. Absolutely. I mean, nobody has, yeah, you know, what so, people are, You're a brainiac. Well, I don't say that, but I mean, and, and you know what? No, no, I think you I
2: mean to have that. I mean, you know, very few people can become doctors and have a message because
1: only only a right. handful. I don't know how many. But you know what I? You I mean, know what I say? It is. You know what I say? It always is, Mike. And and this is a lot. And I think with you too, it was really more about my motivation and my dedication and my perseverance. That's what it was about. I was. I'm not. You know, I'm not some rocket scientist, but I work really hard, <laughs> and, and that's how I. But but it's the truth, and I you know people sometimes will say to me in my family, oh it's just because you're smart. No, I you know I studied my butt off to get where I was. I was not the type of person who could cram the night before. I would have to study weeks before to you know to do well on a test.
2: So. Me too. I got to study my butt off for stuff.
1: Right. Exactly. Nothing comes easy to me. I just I work really hard, and 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 you do too. Um, and it comes That's across cool. in in your comedy and your acting, and yeah, I mean. So so tell us a little bit about where you're at now with uh any other acting roles that you're involved in. Mike, besides your own show? Uh oh. Okay, Mike fell off the air again. Let's uh we'll wait for him to talk, uh call back in everyone. I hope you are enjoying the show. We have uh our guest tonight, Mike Bocchetti, uh who is an infamous comedian who has been involved in comedy for over twenty years and he also Hosts his own show called the Mike Bachetti Show, which you can find online. And Mike is back on, so we'll bring him back on. Okay, so, phone is hard. There you go. I'm so sorry. Gary, no, no, no. I I actually, know what, Mike, this is this is great experience for me. I'm learning to kind of go off the cuff. I was just talking a little bit until you came back on. So this is great. <laughs> Thank you. I'm actually, I'm actually, uh, I just did a photo shoot for the Onion recently. It was on the front
2: page with them. I love them. I, I just shot a, a new TV show that's going to be airing in November with them. I did a couple of episodes. Uh, otherwise, I've just been, you know,
1: focusing in... I love doing acting gigs. It's so much fun. It's really fulfilling. It really is. Nice. And I'm sorry, what was the show that you shot? I, I missed what you said. Oh, we, uh, my
2: friend from The Onion produced a new show that's going to be on TV in November. I can't really say much about it now because I'm going to count, okay. But But it was from fun. The, from and the I The Onion, doing acting gigs. It's called yeah. The Onion?
1: Okay.
2: Oh, no, okay. it was for, for my friend that worked at The Onion, um...
1: I oh, okay. okay. Very cool. Very cool. Definitely, you've got to definitely let us know when that's coming out so we can, uh, you know, what we sir. should do, we should do a show, we should do another radio show when that's coming out so we could plug it and talk about it and stuff.
3: Yeah,
1: absolutely. Something
3: like that.
1: That would be cool. cool. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you very much. So what else do you want to share with the audience, Mike, in terms of just plugging any other stuff you're up to? Do you have any other upcoming comedy shows? Uh, actually, I'm going to be back...
2: Uh, he called me today. I'm doing a gig with Julie, actually, again, at LaBella. Oh, nice. Uh, 30, oh, cool. Thirty-second Street in the city. Uh, that's going to be the 23rd of June, which is Thursday. Okay. Uh, you can go okay. To You can go to LaBella, L-A-B-E-L-L-A-N-Y-C. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm screwing this. Oh, God, sorry. Just go to L A B E L L A. NYC. dot yeah. com. They'll have just all the
1: information on the on the website. Cool, cool. We'll definitely have to plug that. Everyone, you got to go check Mike out, especially have, if you haven't seen him yet, because he's just phenomenal. Great comedian hey, thank and you a, lot so laugh. Much. a lot of thank laughs. A lot of laughs. Thank you very, very much. So yeah, I'm trying to think. What else do you want to share before we uh, tie things up for the evening?
2: Um, I I don't know. I've, I had so much fun. I enjoyed myself on the show from the minute I got on, thank you.
1: Thank you, Mike. Well thank you. And you always say thank you, so I'm gonna say now thank you. <laughs> <laughs>
2: but I appreciate it. I'm so glad you invited me on the show. It was great. you guys got a week for weeks. She's a super talented musician, great person, and just you guys tune in constantly. She's great.
1: Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate okay. it. I really appreciate it, Mike. And we're definitely going to keep in touch and, and I hope that maybe, who knows, maybe we can work together in some aspect in the future. Who knows what, Absolutely, what the Gary. future will bring.
2: Absolutely. <laughs> will definitely speak to you and thank you very much for having me on your show. Good luck. And Absolutely. And your okay, music is everybody. awesome. People buy, buy her tapes and music. She's amazing. <laughs> Listen to Go online and, you know, <laughs> and thank you. I appreciate it, Gary. Have a great night and thank you for having me.
1: Yeah, you too, Mike. Thank you so much for coming Again. on. We're going to have you Okay, we're gonna have you back, uh we'll have you back in the near future for an update, okay?
0: Thank you, Carrie.
1: Have a great night. All so right. thanks so much, Bye. Mike. Have a great night. Okay, take care. You, Bye. Okay, everyone. That was Mike Bacchetti tonight as the guest on the Carrie Edelman show and he did amazing. Uh the podcast will be available shortly after the show if for some reason you could not tune into the live show. And if anyone wants to become a guest of the Carrie Edelman show or wants to get interviewed, Please um, visit the Carrie Edelman Show on Facebook. There's a bunch of detailed information about how you can become a guest, and if you want any of your music featured or if you want something advertised on the show, again, you can also check all the information out on Facebook at the Carrie Edelman Show. You can email me at CarrieEdelman.com. So let's talk a little bit about who our guest is for next week. And before we do that, again, once again, Mike Bocchetti tonight. Feel free to check him out at RooftopComedy.com forward slash Mike Bocchetti. He also has the Mike Bocchetti Show, which you can find on YouTube. And definitely uh, visit rooftopcomedy.com slash Mike Bocchetti, and you can get information on upcoming shows and events for him. And as he said, I think it was June 2030, said he will be at La Bella again in New York City, so definitely go check him out. Next week, everyone, Wednesday, June 15th at 8 o'clock p.m., We are going to have Fallout Entertainment Music Group on the show as our guest. So this will be for all of you musicians out there. A little bit about Fallout Entertainment Music Group is they specialize in providing a comprehensive package to artists and musicians in the area, specifically of artist development. So really what they do is they focus on assisting artists in recognizing their potential through consultation, advertising, and networking. Guidance is also provided by Fallout Entertainment Group to assist the artists in securing distribution, promotion, booking shows, and management, as well as it is on their own accord that they really hone in on what it is that each artist wants and needs, which is unique to Fallout Entertainment Group, helping the artist advance to the next level. Also, just to give everyone some information about what Fallout Entertainment Group does, is they provide everything from pre-production rehearsals recording studio time, music business consultation, music production and development, label deal consulting, online and digital distribution, artist career counseling, artist management and promotion, music instruction and lessons, studio session work, and finally, video production. For more information on them, you can visit falloutentertainmentgroup.com. Thanks so much, everyone, for tuning into the show tonight. We are going to um, leave the air with my song, Leave It All Behind, which is off of my debut album titled Leave It All Behind, now available on iTunes by searching Carrie Edelman. Thanks again for everyone's support, and we will be back next week.